So what am I gonna what are you gonna order, Cal? Um I'm gonna have avocado taco rice. They've got like a, a fresh fresh avocado menu. Yeah, so we're at Gusto. Is it Gusto? Yeah. A family restaurant Gusto. in uh Gust. In the outskirts, not even Tokyo, is it? We're in Gumbo. Uh, we're in Gumbo. Very, very countryside. Um, and we're just ordering our food. I think I know what I want now. You wanted pasta, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, pasta yeah. Pasta We've just been to the mountain as well. Yeah, we just went to a mountain. I nearly broke my gearbox in my car. <laughs> that was good, man. I had fun up there. Like yeah, it. it was really cold though, wasn't it? We went up Akagi Mountain, which is the uh, home of Initial D. Um, are we going to put the video up on the on the Twitter? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really good idea. We took. We basically there. drove all the way up it. I nearly destroyed the gearbox on my car. And then uh, we took one about one picture and drove back down again. <laughs> oh, it was so cold. That was freezing. There was snow, man. There was snow up there. So I'm also excited about getting a, a drink bar. Yeah, I me too, actually. I've had a drink actually. bar for a long time. Yeah, you can get melon soda. Um, bright green absinthe coloured melon soda. Yeah, the most natural looking drink. But yeah. uh, I think I know what I want, so shall we order? Well, let's press the button. The little buttons on the table. This is exciting. That was us. That noise was from us. Oh, this man's got a really good hairstyle. We've got the uh, floppy hair man coming yeah. here. Maybe he's nervous. Yeah, maybe. Are you going to order fries? Mm. Do you want to let you order the fries? I say that was about that was pretty intense. 80% success rate on that transaction. Yeah. It was literally I got a bit nervous halfway through because I couldn't we couldn't understand what he said, could we? I got a bit confused when his fry question. Yeah, he asked. How us, many questions can you ask about fries? How long do you want the fries? Like literally how long? Maybe it was like, do you want them like to come together? I thought he was like, I thought I heard you want big or small size. He said Um, said something like Yamamori. Is that a big mountain? (laughs) Maybe he's talking about mountains. Maybe he heard us talking about Akagi and he wanted to uh, join us. Taking these fries up to the mountain. Yeah. Or Or have you already been? Have you just been up the mountain? Mountain fries. Yeah. Do you need some? Who knows, man? Who knows? But I tell you what, I didn't see any goats up the mountain or um, monkeys. I was a bit disappointed. You think you're monkeys? You haven't had much fun. Are you supposed to see monkeys? Up we were supposed to see guys. We were supposed to see like guys. I drifting, think there's a right? guaranteed at least one monkey at every mountain. Why were there no drifters? Do people still drift there? Because yeah. you were saying that. But I guess that in the night time. But I was hoping to see some. Like I was hoping to see like the 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 the, the, the game the initial D like animation game like in, in real life. But it was weird because you said be they changed the road so they did. Yeah. But. The bendiest part, probably the part I could see everyone drifting, it was yeah. totally fine. Was Maybe like, like yeah. They look really pretty, like really new they, they, yeah, yeah, What's smooth. the point? Why have they like, like changed part of it, but then left like the most fun part fine? <laughs> so that you, the most dangerous part of the of the road is like still driftable. Bendy, man. I heard there's like an actually another road on the other side that's like really good for driving. Okay. Maybe that's it. I think we went. At night time, I think we can see. Should we get drinks? Let's go uh, drink. Yeah, I think we'll. Should we leave the phones here? We could take this up and uh, oh, talk let's about take, what let's kind take of options we get. Take the phone. Oh, it's exciting. Caramel macchiato. Vanilla, vanilla milk. Vanilla ole. 
We've got vanilla rolets. And you can get that in hot and cold versions. Wow. This is like you living in the future. It's like the future, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the future now. Oh, uh, melon soda. Oh, melon soda. Do I get melon soda now? No, get milk to... or milk and soda. It's the best combination. What? You're going to put milk in the soda? No, well, I'm going to have one of them and I want one of them for the That milk. might be a melon milk. Absolutely. If you put... If you're going to get vanilla milk. I think I'm going to get like something cold now to like freshen up. Okay. And then I'm going to get something hot after that. My lips are dry, like... Yeah. Like, you had no roof on your car. Oh yeah, we took the roof off my car as well. Look dry lips. Pretty nice to me. Yeah, go on then. It's quite relaxing, isn't it? I like it, I like this place. Yeah. They've got a kind of a cheap feel. I like that. I nearly fell over. Then, uh, yeah. Uh, well, what I like, we don't get these in England, do we? Like these family, it's like an American diner, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, the closest thing I'd say we've got is like Little Chef, Little Chef? Yeah, Little Chef's balls, don't it? Um, oh, look how green that is. That is so green. That Melon soda. Like, it's like an unnatural green. That's never been seen in nature or... No, that green well, had, that green made. was never seen until somebody took LSD for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like oh, LSD green. Like Where are we sitting? Yeah. So yesterday we went to the arcade. Yes. And we played. Uh, well, we're going to hear it on this podcast, aren't we? Yeah. We played Gundam. We played. What, what is that Gundam called? Gundam Pod Edition, where you sit in a Gundam pod. I've never seen it before. So like. I've what, seen them before. Five. Five. Yeah, they're like all linked up. There's basically like five or six. Sometimes you get them like you get massive rooms of them. I'm sure we've seen them before. Maybe. And like you get these big, they're these they're these pods that you sit inside, and it's like you walk, you're you're getting into a cockpit of a big robot. And you have that big panoramic screen. Panoramic so screen. That's like, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, completely covers your complete field of vision, right? And all the pods are linked up, right? So you can uh, you can play like multiplayer. I guess like local multiplayer. Local multiplayer, yeah. But it was really difficult, wasn't it, Cal? It was weird because the it was like tank controls. So you're pulling opposite directions to turn. And then if I like if I double you had two pedals and if you push them you jump. Right, I, I couldn't figure that out. And then it's nothing like driving a real robot. <laughs> and then pushing one I don't know, I couldn't figure out how to go forward. I was basically spinning, jumping. Yeah, you were doing amazing flips though and like jumping around. You were doing better jumps than me. I did a wicked jump at one point. At one point I like nailed the, the axe and I was yeah. just taking people out. It was wow. good, man. That's your speciality. If that was my first go. Yeah. Imagine what you could Imagine be capable of. Imagine I could of. do a second or third go. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a little like 5% better. Probably figure out how to go forward. We're loading up. Right. That says, um, that says like... Yeah. Prepare your anus. Yeah. <laughs> right, do you want money in? Where the fucking money in? It's what? Oh, it's just explaining like how you... Just go there. Just like, Did he press Maybe you have to press... Press him. Zion. I think that's the bad guys. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. 400, 400 uh, Zions at 3.5. Uh, yeah. And then what? Is oh, that, no, that no, put the money in, put the money in. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on, go on. Oh, shit. It's working, it's working. Yeah, start this bad boy up. Okay, so we're. Pedals. um I got pedals in. Joey's in a booth or a pod. And yeah, he's controlling. Uh, What's is that? it Gundam? Bast- is this Gundam? Bastard. What is that? Bastard. Bastard mode. I say bastard mode. Mate, that's the best oh, mode. Oh shit, I think I'm playing against other people. <laughs> You're gonna get fucking great. Let's go. Alright. I can't understand anything. Right, so. So Joey's controlling, I don't know, there's two controllers. Oh, yeah, we've got two joysticks, two pedals. Oh, here we go, let's listen. Huge, let's listen, like we're going to understand anything. A huge pod, a huge screen that kind of wraps around. It's very interesting. Oh shit, like, these are like, I think these are other people. Look, Joey is about to fight again. names, I'm just guest. Yeah. Uman, About four other probably expert Japanese players. Basically about to get your a-hole ripped out. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like, uh... I really... I have no idea what you're doing. No, I have no idea what's going on. It's like I've been transported into the future. It's all very exciting. It is very exciting. And uh, we just don't know what's going to happen. Am I fighting for my life? This is a battle to the death. Yeah. What the fuck is this? There's a snake is on the screen. Snake? I, can buy, I can choose snake, sword. Uh, what's that? Rockets. I'll have rockets. Oh. Now get the snake. Okay, yeah. Oh, wait, I saw it now. Oh, mate, it. you are fucked. I feel sorry. Look, you're on this side. I feel sorry for these guys. Okay. Yeah, well, I feel sorry for them because they're about to go up against the J-Dog. Please send your GP base. Oh, this is okay, insane. Okay, here we go. It's oh. just like I'm in the future. So we're getting shot out of yeah, a tube. Yeah, go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take <laughs> Oh, my word. Joey's okay. fighting a rock at the yeah, moment. come on. Let's go. How do I go forward? All right. Yeah, take that. And he's now shooting his own teammates. <laughs> They're my teammates. Mate, I must be pissing so much. Oh, he's had his face smashed yeah. in. Yeah, I'm selecting I'm selecting the uh, plasma plasma rocket. Jerry seems to be going through the audio yeah. options. Oh, he's got a hit. Fuck you. Cal, what's my status? Fucked. <laughs> damage, I'm taking damage. Like Nam. The rocks are really I'm getting a beating from Joey I'm here. How do I move? <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah! <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> You're on your own. Everyone else seems to be as bad as you, though, to be fair. Yeah. This is a bit like. Uh... Oh, you got him, you got him. Yeah! If I just do this, I'll be alright. I'm pressing this button. I'm selecting. Uh, get him! Get him! Get him! All right. <laughs> oh mate, you're damaged. How do I? Yeah. Oh, oh you yeah. kicked his ass! Oh, I'm taking him down. Fire! Fire! Whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. Joey is kicking some ass. You got a sword. Look, you got a sword. What's my uh, what my what, what status of my uh, rockets? Uh, your armor. You've got fifth. 
Please right. give me some information. There's a lot. The, the user interface is. I'm going to be honest with okay. you, Joey. I've got no idea what you're doing. How do you learn how to play this game? Just take like a. There you go. There you go. Like there you go. I think you're on your own, Joey. I think it's just right. you left. Wow. Hardcore. And you're holding your. You're holding your own. You're doing well. This well, guy's being a fucking idiot. Buttons. Is this my friend? I think he's supposed to be on your team. You're getting hit from behind. How do I fly? Oh! Took down Max. Oh, you think you took him down? Oh, okay. Yeah! Joey is teaching these guys how to play right now. Yeah. Well, you know. My dad was a Gundam fighter in Nam, so. Oh, he bitch slapped you. Is this, this, do all Japanese people like, have, to, have to learn how to play this in like school? Look at that guy, look at that guy. I really have no idea, still have no idea how to control this. There's no way of knowing who's winning. How am I, why am I going backwards? Get him! <laughs> oh, you just took out your own guy. Oh, oh Joey got taken out. Oh, inevitable. There you go, you can press them to find out. Spawn, I guess, we spawn. So fucking dizzy right it's now. so complicated. So we're in a desert. We're fighting, there's like five on five. Yeah. There's a whole group of them. Oh, and, and it's ended. Oh, we're going to get game, the results. Good game. Good game. Dude, I think you kicked... Look at you, you're like 145. What does that mean? I think Joey won. Yeah. No, this guy got 205. Oh. Oh, you got, got a rank C. I think Joey just became Japanese. This is a test you have to take to get a citizenship here. <laughs> he passed with flying colours. Well, what can I say? I mean, that was, uh, that just happened. That was an experience. Any, any words, Joe? Um, just really... Tried, yeah, I really tried my best. <laughs> Quite pleased with the way it went. Uh, I've got more respect for you now. Alright, so Calvin's going to have a go on this Gundam game now. So we're in this pod. Um, there's two joysticks, two pedals. It's like a, the screen wraps around. It's, what do you call this kind of screen, Cal? Oh, I just leaned on the door. <laughs> we're both tucked into this pod. Pretty what do you how does it feel how does it feel, Cal? Yeah, it feels good man, I'm excited. I'm going, I'm going, I'm off, I'm off. Oh, oh he's pretty he's taking control already. Oh I've got an Oh he's flying us. So we're in a desert, we're on this desert level, there's about there's about twenty uh, like big fighting robots. <laughs> I don't know, Cal, I have no I have no idea. It's really hard to control. It is really complicated. Oh he's doing pretty well though, he's flying up in the air, he's doing a flip. Oh he's shot a robot in the face. Come walk talk us through what what what's going on here. Well, it's all kind of random at the moment. I figured out left switch is axe, and right appears to be guns. You figured out more than I did. Oh, and I don't know how jump works though, that's weird, isn't it? This guy's gonna get gunned in the arse. I'm just not really controlling anything, I don't feel. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like you have much control. But this game is very... I'm very picking on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! This game is very popular though, there's about ten of these booths. 
in, in this game center. Seems like a pretty popular game. Oh, he's taking damage. Is that jump? Okay, hold on. Let's get some of this some of these sound effects. I wonder what the story is for this game. What, what? Got any ideas, Cal? No. Not at all. Hold on. Oh, he took my mate out. Let me get my ass. What? Hold on, there are extra buttons. I just found them. Look at that. What was that? Calvin found some extra buttons. Hold on. Oh, that's correct. It is like the most, compl to be honest, it's the most complicated game center game I've ever seen in my life. But Calvin is like kicking ass now. Some serious uh, violence going on here. This is man to man. <laughs> oh, my arm is not looking good. I might be over, Joey. It might be all over. Calvin seems to be selecting his uh, his weapons. But everything's in Japanese, so we don't know what we're doing. Oh, I think you got hit. I think you got kicked in the head. Back in. I think I think he took a rocket to the chin. Sorry. So I really don't know what's going on. I'm kind of hitting people with an axe a lot, and not really much else. Oh, that's the end of the battle. He survived. Wow. How many kills did you get? I don't know. I got 121 points. Oh, Calvin beat me. You got 138 points. I mean, we did well. Yeah, we did pretty well. Yeah, no, he killed me. To be honest, I don't think we're actually playing against real people, though, are we? I think we're on like the easiest level. Well, that's fun, though. Yeah. I think we've had enough of that game. Yeah, I'm done. But I don't know, man. I didn't enjoy it. Really? I, I, I enjoyed it from a kind of like fascinating, like, this is an interesting kind of odd Japanese arcade game experience. But like, I didn't get like, I guess just because it felt so overly complicated, I didn't really get a kick out of it. Well, I think arcade machines are inherently made to have just a really quick single experience, right? Mm. You know, from, from a Western point of view, that yeah. kind of, it's really simple, it's really intuitive, you just, you maybe play it for like two, three minutes, yeah, and like, you move on to the next like one. Like making love. <laughs> to a sweet, beautiful lady. Yeah. And, but man. in Japan... They, um, it seems to be more, they've got that idea of like, you've got that members card, or like, like yesterday we went to this like second hand shop, right, and there were yeah. all these little toys that kind of plugged into arcade machines, yeah. and so there's that idea of like, continually playing, continually playing this game, and building up, and ranking up, Yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah. we, I feel like we never really got that, like I always yeah. remember reading in computer magazines about all these peripherals for Dreamcast and Mega Drive or whatever. Well, we spoke about that on the last podcast, didn't we? The uh, little thing you got with the Dreamcast. Yeah. You plugged in and, and you take you it could, out. Like, for us, it was just this weird Tamagotchi-like thing. But in Japan, you could take that to an arcade and continue your game. And, yeah. Like uh, on Sega Rally. Yeah. Like, you could take your best score or your ghost, take it to the arcade Sega Rally, plug yeah. it in, and race that ghost. And, wow. So it was like, it just seemed like 
it was like more connected. Here. Yeah, and, um, it's very innovative, isn't it? In so Japan, like, like uh, for us, we didn't quite get that Gundam thing. Yeah, but like for people, maybe they've been going for like a year and building up their character. I wonder if there's a way because in the Gundam pod there was a little uh, magnetic thing for a card, wasn't there? Where comes our food? Wow, that looks good. I'm going to debate the word fresh avocado. The avocado is a little bit brown in places, a bit blotchy. Yeah, but it does look good. Avocado tends to. Man, a perfect circle. Avocado doesn't need to be green, does it, to be delicious? No. I mean, look at that. I'm I'm parting the avocado now. That's all right. That's ripe. That's ripe. Jerry's vegetarian, so he's like an expert on this. How's that? Yeah. Oh, the tomatoes. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, they're, right. they're about, um, they're pretty, uh, they look flavorful. Check this out. Oh, Cal just like totally just annihilated the yolk of that. Yeah, penetrated the yolk. Mate, that looks nice. There's a bed of rice as well. Yeah. These chips aren't bad, are they? They're like they're like frozen oven chips, aren't they? But they're thick. They've got some gas. What's that? What are those chips you get and you put in the microwave? Microchips. Yeah. Do you remember the adverts for them? You shake them up. Give me a shake. Right. Yeah. Well, we just yeah. So we just got went to this used uh, game store, didn't we, Cal? Yeah, that was cool. They had like all those like little. Like if you imagine all the McDonald's Happy Meal toys in one place, mm. they just say like, you could find the most obscure stuff in these places. Yeah, and, uh, and we played some games, didn't we? We played some old retro games. Yeah, the retro games. In like the oldest TVs, like TVs I haven't seen for like yeah. 10 years, like the 10 foot deep TV. And they had like old Nintendo um, Famicom games, didn't they? Yeah. And they had, oh, they had a video for the new Yakuza game. So what's the... <coughs> oh, me. What's the last Yakuza game you played? The last Yakuza game I played was number... Well, I, I watched someone play number five. No, number number four, I think. But I played... Personally, I uh, only played one and two. But that's just like the seventh or eighth now, isn't it? Because they had some ones that were set in ancient times, didn't they? I've had two or three in the past and they're on to number five now in the present well in fact the newest one mm. is set 20 years ago so it's 30 years in the 80s yeah that's cool that that looks really good that one genuinely looks really good yeah um, and then we played some Mario Kart didn't we oh yeah in the arcade that was fun man we played three of us had a go on the old Mario Kart what was that was quite a new one, wasn't it? That was a Mario, was a new, the latest Mario Kart machine, right? No, I think when we were at university here, they had that. I remember oh, really? Around. Same one. Maybe, maybe it's an updated version. That one seemed pretty like a pretty good graphic. Didn't you like the Wii U Mario Kart Eight? Just shits all over that. Does like, it? Visuals, really? And track design. Really? Oh, I thought that would be the best. That would have, was going to be the best. Yeah, man, that was fun. It was good. And you, yeah, you get to like drive like a, you know you got a proper steering wheel. You were really good at it. I was but, pretty um, impressed. Do you remember like being in arcades and like they were like the graphics were just so much better than anything you could get. Yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. When yeah. did that change? Was that Dreamcast? I don't know, but I remember when um, <clears throat> Outrun Two came out. Remember, out, you remember the Outrun Two yeah, game? Like, Ferrari driving. Cars. Yeah, and they they bought out a new one, mm. and that was like that must have been in the early two thousands, and it just looked so good. It looked so amazing. Really, I remember going to the arcade and playing that. 
the consoles took well the PC and consoles just took over didn't they are there any good British game centres left game arcades I went to one in I went to one in London uh, Namco on River Thames right quite expensive but that was that was was reasonable it was pretty good it was a real touristy one I mean even if you go to Trocadero like just off uh, in between Piccadilly Circus and Leicester Square that one's closed down it's, uh, it's still there hmm? I was there like last year oh really but it's really depressing is it it's just so run down and yeah. looks like a real run down beach seaside arcade we need, we need to like we need to like I don't know I need to bring game centres back to the UK I just don't think they work they work here. Like people on phones with no time, mm. with consoles at home that look better and more in depth. Yeah. They're not, people aren't gonna. I don't know, man. I don't, what, what is it? What makes you think they work here? Why, why do you think they work here? Um, there does seem to be this sort of culture here of like getting out of the house, isn't there? Like getting out of your parents' house. I think that's it. Um, staying you can't, out and staying out. There's a lot of outdoor activities here, isn't there? Even even as far as like if you want to like have sex, you go to a love hotel. <laughs> you don't do it at home, like well you do obviously, but like so there's like people go out and do stuff. So going out and playing games is still very much part of culture here whereas yeah. in England it's really a home activity isn't it now I'd love to kind of I don't know study it a little bit or just follow it or have someone explain it to me and be like why does it work here and mm. maybe perhaps not so much in, in the west it's kind of fallen well away. I think that and also maybe this is maybe possibly something to do with this is where the game companies that make those game centre games are that's true I mean Namco so, and Sega are still big names here yeah. in terms of uh, game arcades I just think they're more like innovation goes into them like they do seem quite addictive don't they so they've got these little cards that you you log your points on you log your character or your, your upgraded car because the initial D one has an initial D drifting game where you uh, every time you race you log your process onto a car and then every after every race you can upgrade your car so that basically and then, and then, and then these guys like have these like cards that are worth money you know what I mean because they put in so many hours yeah. on them and then they race against each other right then you take it to the game centre mm. can we see like groups of lads all, all hanging around the, the racing machine it's not really competitive it's like a sport and it's like they really put a, invest in a, way, a lot of time into it's it it's kind of like it gets rid of that kind of negative image of gaming where it's all because it's all online now yeah like me playing Destiny I can be at home and I'm, yeah I'm like talking to some guy in America but mm. it's not the same whereas ah. these guys are meeting hanging out as friends Mm. going to the arcade and having a good time mm. um, so something to be said for it I think it's cool man I like it I like you know I like occasionally just going down to the game centre seeing what's going on there's something about like being like coming to Japan and seeing it it's very much like a like a remind me always of the first time I came here um, mm. So even though I think I've seen them go downhill since when I first came, they've still got that kind of cool feeling to me. Like I get excited when I go to them. And, yeah. Uh, Should we go to another one in a minute? Yeah, let's go. So Calv's about to uh, test out a table flipping simulator in a Japanese game center. You ready for this, Calvin? No. 
Let's see what happens. So basically looking at a console that's got a, uh, a massive like rubber table. That's the game control. <laughs> Calvin just flipped it. I failed. There's an angry message on the screen. Are oh, you going to select his character now? He's going to select the character which he's going to use to flip the, flip the table. Oh, blue man. You, you chose the blue man. Right, are you ready for this, Cal? Still no, no. I don't really know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so on the screen now. <laughs> yeah, he's at a funeral. Perfect place to kick. On off. the screen now is like a. I'm getting this <laughs> A load of characters at a funeral. It looks like we're going to flip a table all over the place. Be careful with your hand. I'm going to. Are you really going to flip really it? I'm really going to go for it. Okay, here we go. So there's people drinking on the screen, there's people crying. Sort of a funeral setting. I'm getting angry. So, alright. Are you getting drunk? Is that you? They're all these people like. Oh, there's, me off, there's a cat on the table. I can do it now. There's a baby in the room. Mate, flip it. it, flip it. <laughs> you can. Wow. Oh, look. The grieving widow is knocked out. <laughs> I've knocked her right out. 75% score. That's pretty good. 76. What does it say? Oh man, he flipped oh, that table. Fucking mental. Look at all the damage they caused. I've never Two seen. Two million yen. Two million yen of damage. Oh, I flipped the dead dude. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped him. You flipped the dead body, Cal. It's like real life. This is based on true story. I went fucking mental. <laughs> That's it, I think. Is that the end? Is that the? Is that? <laughs> the body's flying. <laughs> That's the most realistic table flipping simulator I've ever seen. I think that is probably the best table flipping, <laughs> virtual table flipping I've encountered. Oh, there! Look, there's your daddy. Okay. Oh. I'm just like trying to hit it on the table. <laughs> what? Wow, is Three. that how much damage? Oh, you caused so much damage. Threw it, nearly. I threw the cat. <laughs> he land, he's safe though, he landed on his feet. Cat door, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, the money went everywhere. I, made, I threw the table and the dead body outside. Do you get another go? Is that it? Points. Is that it? Oh, look at me, Finish. I bulked up. Look how muscular I got. Well, good job, Calv. You really flipped that table. Yeah, I feel really good about that. Uh, oh, hello. Hold on. I was going to put his name in now. Oh, fucking hell. That was good. My name is... Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah, Carl. Oh, hold on. What? So that was literally a game where you had oh, to flip a table. Oh wow! You got the third highest ranking. <laughs> That's your uh, strong arms and your table flipping experience. <laughs> so I'm officially the second best table flipper in Ota. Wow. There we go. That's it. It's done. Finished. That just happened. Uh, <laughs> 
So we're playing uh, we're playing Scott on. Calvin has to throw balls into a has to bounce balls. Bouncing balls first onto a platform and then bouncing them into a hole. That's it man. I'll oh, get a bit more a bit more reach. Yeah, get more purchase on there. He's aiming. Oh yeah. Bouncing balls. He's bouncing so many balls right now. You're so good at bouncing balls, Cal. Oh, balls are balls are all over the place. Yeah, good, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. He needs to get a rhythm. Get a rhythm. I think you can like bounce them like over there, and you get more points. Yeah, maybe. I think like there's these, 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 yeah, if you like get these pads, there are like, there are like six colourful circular pads around the hole. I think you're supposed to bounce no, them. direct in is Scott. Oh, direct them in, direct in is Scott Dog, okay. Is it fun, Cal? It's quite fun. I quite like it, especially when you get like a rhythm. Round three. He's lost his rhythm now. Oh, 52 points. So every time a ball bounces into a hole, oh, he gets a point, and that's the round end. Oh. Round four, here we go. Sexy, yeah. The way you control your balls is really entertaining. The balls are going in the hole. <laughs> and so many balls. So many balls in one hole, Calv. Like a normal Sunday night. <laughs> Sixty percent score. Sixty-three balls in the hole. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on, we're seeing his ranking: sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven. Oh, whoa! Hang on. Oh, you're not. You're not. Oh, you want to try again? Try and get a higher score. I'm done. Yeah, enough. Well, how was Scott Dog out? Scotto was good. I'd recommend Scotto to to a friend or loved one. What was it you've been playing? Destiny. I'm playing Destiny. Not bored of it yet. You've been playing that for like literally like half a year, haven't you? Yeah, it's been out. It came out in September, and I've been playing it regularly since then. Yeah, I'm playing it differently now. The end game really is just to kind of you you've got a level cap. Yeah. But then. Once you get to the end, you kind of do these raids. I talked to you before, right? You yeah. get six of you, and then so there's, now there's two. And they're kind of complicated in that you've got to work as a team, and there's got to be timing, and you've got to talk about it, and everyone's got to know their little job. Yeah. But then after that, there's nothing really to do except collect guns. So that's what I'm doing now. It's like, I'll just do little sections in the afternoon, in the evening, mm. just to try and like collect these guns. So it's not really like a game I'm playing, it's just 
it's this weird thing where I'm just kind of trying to collect things. Mm. It's really odd. I don't know why I'm doing it, but it's strangely addictive. It's, I've never kind of had it before, but I've heard it's kind of like an MMO thing. Yeah. And you're kind of, um, it's a grind. And you're... Yeah, I like that, like with Skyrim and stuff, where you just want to like do everything, you just want to collect everything, you want to go to every dungeon, you want to, mm. yeah. It's not like there's even stuff, like enough stuff to do. Like every complaint about Destiny I've heard is completely valid. And really? I probably can't even recommend it to people. Like I couldn't like explain it in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. But then after that is uh, Zelda Wind Waker on the Wii U. Game looks incredible. Is it up to Zelda standards? Yeah, it's kind of easy. It's pretty easy. Hmm. But it's the most. It's the prettiest game I think I've played like, of this generation. Really? So nice. It's just nice to play like a little Nintendo game, like a Zelda game that's so polished. You know? Yeah. There's no multiplayer, there's no, there's no like you have to play the DLC to get this chest. Yeah. It's just the game, everything is there and it works and it's good. They know how to make a really polished game in yeah. Nintendo, like there's no bullshit. Yeah, the whole brand is very sort of cohesive, isn't it? Consistent. Yeah, Zelda, man. You know you're going to get a good I mean, game, the right? Nintendo brand, yeah. Oh, even Nintendo, yeah. yeah. Did you hear they're going to bring out... Did you hear the news from Nintendo this week? No. They're um, going to start bringing out mobile games now. Oh. Um, and they're also working on a new console. Oh. So they're going to start, yeah, this year they're going to start bringing out mobile games with their Dis- uh, Nintendo I wonder what kind of like, uh, I wonder what sort of console it's going to be, whether it's going to be a development of the Wii again or if it's going to be a new thing. There's already rumours, like, based on the name, it's called like an NX, it's like the, the working title. Yeah. And the idea, I reckon, is that it's going to cross the handheld and the home console, so... Uh, what like, about the Wii U? If you think about the Wii U, it's basically a big 3DS. Yeah. Because you've got your TV screen, that's the top screen. Yeah. And then you've got the, the gamepad, that's your bottom screen. Yeah. So they could, in theory, very easily, I'm sure, mechanically port a, D- a DS game or 3DS game to the Wii U and have it work. Yeah. Because it's touchpad and it's... Well, and then you can actually take it outside with you. Yeah, imagine that. That's, so that's yeah. it. That's all you need. Like, but isn't that already what you can do on... Do it on PlayStation. On Vita. But yeah, but it works so raw Wi-Fi. It doesn't work perfectly. Yeah. Like, if Nintendo did that now, say they brought out a little box that connected somehow streams DS to Wii U. Mm. There was nothing else. It wasn't a new console. It was just mm. a little box. It would work perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Because they're almost, the buttons are almost the same and um, it would be such a better experience. Yeah, yeah. And then you could, I'd be like playing Zelda, jump on the train, carry on with my Nintendo 3DS or whatever. Yeah. Jump back home. Makes sense. It'd be a really good move for them to do, I think. It's going to be something with uh, virtual reality headsets. (laughs) Well, they tried that, didn't they? What, the old virtual boy? Virtual boy. About 30 years ago. They've said that they don't want to compete. They want to like innovate. Oh, really? So, um, I so think that's, they're leaving that to PlayStation and Xbox. I think they're really completely just separating <coughs> themselves from that mm. kind of area. And, yeah, which is probably a good thing, right? Yeah. Like I, heard, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying, would you want to play, if it was possible, would you want to play Mario and Zelda on a PS4 or Xbox yeah. One. And I don't think I would. I think the idea of having it on a 
dedicated Nintendo system with all its quirkiness is what makes it more special. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it was the graphics were better and the whatever frame rate, it's still Mario Kart is one of the best looking games this generation. Zelda is one of the best looking games. So I don't think it really matters. What about that game, Calv, you told me about the Rapture thing? Mm. That sounds really interesting. That sounds way more interesting than anything. For me, that sounds way more interesting than anything Nintendo will ever do. Totally, <laughs> I, I totally agree. I think it could be, could be mind blowing, man. Yeah. So well, it, uh, the arrest of people. Rapture. Everyone's gone to Rapture. So quickly, the idea is like based in England, 1980s rural England, really tiny, small town. Mm. Everyone's disappeared. I think you turn up and have to basically investigate. And there's no guns. And they call it, it's really cool, they call it a FPX, first person experience. Mm. So first person, you're walking around, it's like photorealistic almost. Yeah. And uh, you can spark, there's all these like glowing orbs and stuff, you find them. And you can get them, you somehow get them to react and they turn into the people. So they're like events that happened in the past. Yeah. Bring out the story a little Sounds bit. Sounds amazing. So you, you don't see them. They're kind of fuzzy and blurry and spinning, yeah. but you hear the voices and like, he did this, he did that, or there'll be like a red phone box and it will start ringing and you pick it up and you hear like a bit of context or history. Mm-hmm. And, and it just looks amazing. Yeah, you showed me some screenshots and they looked, it looked really like, there was a screenshot of like a British countryside pub and like a thatched cottage, right? And it just looked, it just looked so beautiful and like nothing I'd ever seen on a video game before. I've, I've been back to England recently in the last yeah. couple of months, but I watched the video footage, which I have to show you when we go back to Yeah. And I got so kind of homesick yeah, just watching yeah. it. I got excited. I was like, there's never been a game where you're just walking around this English town, I don't yeah. think. And, um, it's brilliant. Even the signs, you know, the, the the signs on the doors are English. Ah, uh, that's what I've wanted. Like the like uh, the Shenmue, Shenmue for for rural it's England. Shenmue for England. <laughs> it's Shenmue for England. I think if you said that to like our generation, yeah. like people would get that. And I think, especially for you, someone that like does work that you've done in the past, mm. it's like yeah, we write up your own. Yeah, I just I like something that you can really sort of like like a kind of window into another place, you know, where it's really it's really trying to sort of beautifully represent a place and and an atmosphere and uh, a time, you know, and that would be really cool. And that doesn't have to it doesn't have to have like an epic story or mm-hmm. incredible gameplay. It can be very delicate, like very simple, as long as as long as the emphasis is there's enough emphasis on like atmosphere. I think that can still be really interesting. Like I know that people, a lot of people, really criticise Dear. I haven't actually played Dear Esther. I really like to give it a go, but I know a lot of people criticise it for just being an interactive movie for not like being a game so much but like who cares you know what I mean there's, pl- there's plenty enough action games out there and RPGs and racing games and beat em ups you don't you know there's, there's plenty of space for there to be these sort of experience games you know yeah, so, you don't have to buy it yeah it's like these aren't going away I think yeah and they're so cheap man these indie games now I mean like uh, GOG do you, know, do you know about GOG no we know about there's obviously Steam oh, games and then on. good old games good old games yeah GOG is uh uh, it's just I mean they, there's a sale like every uh, couple of months and you can get you can get like indie games for like a pound fifty you know it's like but like when I remember like hearing about they were talking about this the next generation which is the generation at PS4 yeah. and they were talking about that middle tier of game developers disappearing yeah and it it sounded like 
I was really down on it because I thought we're just going to miss this whole like section of games yeah. you know slightly smaller medium sized games medium sized teams we're only going to get triple A blockbusters and these really kind of pixelated pixely mm. indie games mm. But it, those indie games have like yeah. filled that gap yeah, so well. Yeah. I and guess because of the technology is, is allowed yeah. for, for indie developers to make more their make stories and what yeah. they're making is mm. way more interesting and exciting than anything those previous because those those previous kind of middle tier people were trying to emulate the AAA yeah. but just not doing it as well yeah. but now these people have filled that gap but they're being really independent really new ideas yeah. and the, the graphics which are I think are important to me really like, creative like to yeah. still look really good so yeah yeah they do really good, they do look good it's a really good time I it's think. getting to that point now where graphics are getting so good that my like there's no there's, you don't even notice them you know what I mean it's like the graphics don't become a big deal because they're good enough that that they can that they can represent the place or they can represent a character or you know what I mean it's not like it's not like in the old days with like blotches on the screen you couldn't really figure out what it was or yeah the danger with that is it gets really like that kind of style fun style creativity style, style, yeah. style yeah you know like Mario's got a mustache because they couldn't draw lips or something so yeah. Gets rid of that kind of quirkiness that yeah. we might, maybe you can't get back. I loved it when all game characters had mustaches because you couldn't, they couldn't make lips. That was the best moment in gaming. But then we had it with like PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three. Like every man was skinhead. Yeah, you couldn't like render hair or something. But I recently played. Uh, I recently finished a game called Face Noir, which 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 it, it translated is that blackface. I still don't know why it's called Face Noir. Um, I'm alright, Calv's just sort of offering me some of his chips. Are you going to finish them? A generous guy. I'm pretty full actually. I'm so full. Was that good? Alright, well, well, the avocado was pretty tasty. I'm really tired now. You seem tired. I really need it. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like this podcast has really lost its energy. You're a bit I'm buzzing. Why are you buzzing so alive. much? I eat a lot of veggies, that's why. I just had a big bowl of pasta. I had a big brown avocado. Mm-hmm. I've had a melon soda, that's why. I'll have some trouble backing that one out later. Should we pause it up? I'm going to get another. Let's go. Let's, well, let's take there. There, pause it. Let's take them with us. Come with us to the drink bar. When I get tired, I get like incapable of. I know. I'm used to driving tired. Just take a little like power nap. Should we take a nap together? Yeah, man. You have another melon milk. That's why you're so hyper, man. This is too much. (laughs) Yeah, it's too way too much. I'm gonna get a. uh, I'm gonna get cocoa. I can make me sleepy though, isn't it? Cocoa is good. I'm gonna go for the. the... This is the worst thing I could do. I need a glass then. I'm gonna get an iced cocoa. Um, anyway, yeah, face noir. So I'm just gonna put some ice in my uh, in my drink there. Big big blocks of ice, aren't they? So he's gone for two ice cubes. Yeah, what's face noir? Well, hang on a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. That looks like doesn't that say hot? No, it doesn't work. Hey, this doesn't. What is going on here? Well, well, well. None of the buttons work. It's really disappointing. Kick up. Shall I? Should I flip? Is this tea? I'm gonna get some of this. I'm gonna get some of this tea. I'm a bit worried about like getting diabetes because I've been drinking so many sugary drinks recently. This is like this is literally. Mate, that is pure sugar. sugar. That's pure sugar. (laughs) Sat at the wrong table. (laughs) I'm so tired. Anyway, so Face Noir is like, yeah, it's like a point and click. It's kind of like an old school point and click. 
mystery, crime-solving, murder, adventure story set in the early 20th century, like 19, 1920s, 1930s, I think. Before the First World War, possibly. Anyway. Some kind of war was kicking off. But yeah, just very, like, kind of pretty... I think that's the thing with, like, those kind of old-school point-and-clicks now, is that they've... Because they're quite basic in the gameplay compared to like modern games and they're quite sort of uh, straightforward then maybe the execution is quite like you that you can make them really polished now so it looks very polished looks really nice like real moody noir kind of uh, environments very atmospheric nice lighting good sound amazing music i got this like it's like american like new york 1920s jazz music and stuff but the only the only sort of disappointing thing I from my point of view was it just didn't have a great story. But I enjoyed I enjoyed the atmosphere and I enjoyed the kind of the, the pace of it and like uh, I just thought the story kind of let it down for, for me a little bit. Did you finish it? Yeah, finished okay. it. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a sequel apparently. Like it finishes on a bit of a cliffhanger. Are you and, uh, the kind of person that has to finish a game? Like, do you feel like you have to complete it? Yeah, I can't. these days I do. Part? I used to, I used to like to jump from game to game. The last few years, I've really like started just playing one game at a time and not really playing something else until I finished that game. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Like the only exception is with Destiny, and I'm still kind of like, well, I won't talk about it, but you know. I still want to play it a little bit, but I don't want to. Like... Sounds like that's kind of a bit, a bit open-ended. That game, though. Oh yeah, there's no story. That's what... I mean, that's the thing with those kind of games. I, I, I won't. I mean, I'm talking about more linear kind of story-based games. games that I love. Finish, yeah, yeah, I love a start and a finish. I yeah. Like, I like to know that I've finished something. I like those open games as well, though. I mean, Skyrim. I haven't like. I haven't finished, but Skyrim. I've put so many hours into it. I am way too intimidated to start Skyrim because. I would want to do everything. I want to clear it out and, uh, and get like a hundred percent. So fun! Like, yeah, I love it. So what I did with Red Dead, like I didn't leave that game until mm. I finished everything. So yeah. I just wanted to know there was nothing left that I, uh, you know, before I moved on to yeah. something else. But okay. I've uh, started a new game. I thought not a new, it's an old game, but started another game now called Anachronots, which is made by uh, Idos. It was like okay. an early 2000s game that was made just after the original Deus Ex by the same team, Iron Storm, I think they're called. Right. And uh, so it's like same. I think it's the same game engine. Looks like the same game engine as uh, Deus Ex. Looks very. You've played like you played Human Revolution. No. No. Well, anyway. Kind of a futuristic. It's kind of one of those uh, games that crops up on those hidden gems. Right. You know, games that never yeah. didn't really get the promotion or the exposure that they deserved. But that were. So I've always kind of wanted to try it out. It's uh, it's famous for being a a JRPG made by an American team. Right. So it's uh, turn-based yeah. RPG combat. Yeah. Um, with really good sense of humour like it is quite funny like yeah. so far what I've done on it is, is pretty funny and it's got kind of a cartoony aspectic and uh, yeah I haven't got very far into it yet but it's pretty good fun and I've also been playing The Last Door is that like a phone game? It may have come out on a phone. It's like, an, I, I, sh- I showed you that screenshot. It's that uh, very, very 8-bit kind of pixelated. It's an episodic Monkey thing. Monkey Island style. Yeah. Very, looks like Very Island. dark. Yeah. Like, the opening scene, um, 
like literally a man hangs himself yeah and like but it's like so shocking like just even being this 8 bit there's just this this there's just this, this beautiful like one of the most beautiful simple introductions of play to a game like some really beautiful music and this guy you like you like walking around this room and this guy's like picking things up and then you realize that he's like no he's not picking things up sorry he's he's uh he's saying things his words come up on the screen and you realize they're like his final words mm. and it's like it really starts to build up and build up and then it's like it's sort of like you know he sort of lets the table from under his legs it's like the last door and it's just like it was a really good introduction oh, to a game cool. and like yeah, yeah and it's really really dark really beautiful music kind of scary in places like spooky in places and really kind of really surprises you sometimes like one of those games that has these it's got quite a kind of dark um, paranormal kind of vibe to it like uh, ritualistic kind of religious kind of feeling to it mm. and uh, so there's these kind of really weird scenes um, really unexpected scenes in it so it's very good I, f- I finished the first episode what is it um, is it like episodical it? yeah it's four episodes but you can buy I bought the, the four, all four episodes on GOG for like a few quid which is really really good value yeah, I'm looking at it here like yeah. screenshots it looks cool yeah man. it is really cool man no, I miss that I miss kind of like having that game that shocks you or you know when you've got a game that you know is a really good story yeah yeah it's got it's got it feels like a good story so far like I don't know if you've ever played it or heard of it Journey Hmm. done uh, on PlayStation 3 yeah yeah man that game stuck with me so much to the point where I've only ever played it once because I don't want to play it Hmm. I don't want to play it again like there's no real story I think there is no story there's no kind of like there's no dialogue there's no picking up a scroll and reading I guess there is a kind of there's like these hieroglyphs that tell a bit of a history but like there's no way to say like I won't spoil it but when you realise what's happening and what you're doing and what's gonna happen like that what you were saying it's building up and you think hold on is this gonna happen yeah yeah and you realise it is happening man I was like that's what I love I can believe that's my favourite that's my favourite thing is when something is happening and you realise it's happening have you played it? I've played the first few levels um, I never owned a PS3 so I only ever played these games out of the people's houses if you like I yeah, I'd love to give to it a go yeah. to play that because I'd love to I, see yeah, your reaction yeah. and just pure like you don't know what happens right? no no so yeah, I want to like no I'd love to like see someone else's that's great reaction. there's some really good moments in there in video games where like I love it when that happens the last door is a bit like that there's a moment in that where it gets really like really kind of freaks you out actually yeah. it's kind of like in the first episode it's just a moment where uh, oh, it's so brilliant I, I, don't, I don't want to say anything about it because it would just ruin it um, there's a moment in that where it just get kind of starts getting like disconnected because you're in kind of a, it's a real setting right you're in this like country house in Sussex it's set in England which is great as well I love it but like it, it's sort of like building up you're like, looking for clues around this house it's very simple and you're picking up like, weird objects like you start picking up like odd things and like kind of gross things and stuff and then there's a moment where you uh, interact with you, you use one of the objects and interact with an object in a room and it just starts like disconnecting from reality that's what I love about it so simply but like suddenly the light changes and something happens and the sound is really really jarring and like um, kind of uh, discomforting really effective and sometimes like that kind of simple execution like really basic 8-bit video game execution 
with those kind of moments, it's, all, it's almost like more effective than if you're playing like Assassin's Creed or, you know what I mean? It's like, hits you more because it's just Definitely. so, I mean, so simple. That Metal Gear Solid moment where your, uh, your controller vibrates. There's a guy who's psychic and he says, I'll prove it or something. And he says, "Put your rum, put your controller on the on the floor. I'll make it move." And he oh, activates yeah, the rumble yeah, function. Yeah. And there's the only way to one... beat him is to put it in the other port. And yeah. it's like yeah, it's breaking metal. all these like fourth walls. Those moments, and you're like, amazing. Yeah, that that stuff blows you away. There was a game called I don't know if we talked about this before. There was a game called Eternal Darkness on the GameCube. Did you hear about that? A horror game. I heard about it. Where it would suddenly tell you that your memory card was. Uh, 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 corrupt and it would turn up the volume and turn into turn down the volume on your TV really? I mean obviously not really it's just yeah, doing yeah, it in the game yeah. but like uh, it was saying like it's taking control of you and like uh, cool. it would do weird things like switch the channels over and stuff and like it was your you're just walking around and suddenly it would and then it's like memory card corrupt all your memory data is being lost and it's just like Brilliant. stuff like that it's just really cool also it's weird isn't it how things haven't something like that could almost be used too much like yeah. everyone could jump on that bandwagon it hasn't been used no very has, often has yeah. it no I mean, Metal Gear and Eternal Darkness are maybe only two of the only games that I know that have really played on that it's really um, good I think but yeah so uh, shall we um, shall we wrap it up then yeah I think we're gonna we're gonna head off to another game centre now. I think. Jewel Sock on the road. Why not come and join us? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, let's let's go to an arcade. Yeah. Have some fun. See you later. Cheers.